Hey, welcome to I'm That Mom, the podcast about motherhood without the pressure of perfection. My name is Katie. I'm a self-taught entrepreneur who started my baby company while pregnant and grew it to an eight-figure business as a single mom of three. Join us as we discuss the fun, funny, and messy parts of motherhood. We're certainly not experts. We're just here to support all the moms and hopefully, collectively, we don't completely it up. Okay, today's topic is my personal favorite because nursery design is, it's where it all started. And it's my favorite. Like deep down, if I wasn't doing this company, I would be doing interior design. And you're good at it. You've done some celebrity nurseries yeah. in addition to three of your own. Oh, so well, yes. you know what you're doing here. <laughs> I know, but now even when I look back at my own nurseries from, you know, 17, 14, and 10 years ago, I'm like, oh my God, did I have Chevron all over that wall? Do you remember when Chevron was huge? Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, like on everything. On everything. Like you walk into Target and you know when like the grocery store has packaging and it has like prints on it. After Chevron, cactus, I remember too, was a huge trend. But now today, you know what I think the biggest trend is, is just kind of neutral, soft, like green or white nurseries, which I love because it kind of works both ways. That's so funny because that is Grayson's nursery is really? green and white. We wanted a peaceful vibe and so we started with the color. Yeah. And for us, that was green and it's like nice and neutral. And I don't even think it's about gender. I think really kind of a neutral palette has extended into our home in general. Whereas 10 years ago, we'd paint dining rooms red and we'd have stripes on the walls. And, and now if you get on like Pinterest or Instagram and you look up, you know, all of our favorite home decor and everything is very kind of neutral and peaceful. And I think we're just so desperate for calmness in our lives right now that if a couch or like a glider or a crib sheet makes us happy, then you we should just do it. Exactly. And that that's my number one design tip for nursery design. Like if it makes you happy, you buy it. I, I like that. That's perfect, right? Yeah. Okay. So where does a new mom start? Um, design inspiration, really. I mean, my there's two kind of looks, I would say, color and theme. I started with color. Um, it was always my favorite to pick, which it sounds like you did too, with the green and the white. Yeah. and Yeah. But I love like a boho nursery Ugh. with the big like feathers and the palm fans. And I love a good name over the crib. I mean, that's like my go-to. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I love everything personalized for babies. As be, well, because you obsess over naming your baby. And then the second you finally pick a name, like once you monogram something or you put it over the crib, like there's no going back. There's no. You can't. You're committed. That's, you're committed. Yeah, it's done. Although I bet there's people that are like, oh, no, I wasn't committed. I had all the things and then I still changed the baby's name. Like but Kylie Jenner style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that cool. Once I monogram something, I'm like, that's it. It's done. Um, but for sure, like color or theme. And 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 really, if you don't pick one, I mean, with all the choices out there, you'll end up with nine nurseries after nine months of figuring it out. So start with one, pick it. And then I would kind – I always recommend like bringing a swatch or having some kind of – something in your bag so that when you're out and you go to Target or Home Goods and you see something that might work for the room, it's there to grab for you. Um, but 
focal points on the wall. So usually a crib um, is the first piece you buy. And there's so many choices. Like now they've got metal cribs, wood cribs. I love the cribs that convert all the way to a full-size bed. Yes. So We love a good three-in-one. Yes. And with the toddler rail, so you can take the front off. Like the, you kind of have a transitional period. And then it can grow all the way to a big kid. I happened to buy a crib that I just left and I use the same crib for each baby. So I think there's like two plays on it. Yeah. I mean, if you know you're going to have multiple kids, then maybe you just have one nursery and yeah. that's the constant I nursery. love that. Yes. And then like the big kids could move to the next, to the guest bedroom or you kind of transition. But but then you don't get to de- decorate another nursery. And that's kind of like the really fun part of being yeah. pregnant. Right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, picking everything out and – Yes. Adding to your home. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the big pieces. So crib would be first purchase and, you know, definitely shop it. I mean, you've got, there's def, there's friends, you, you only use a crib for two years. So I always recommend like reaching out to friends. You might be able to buy one that they're, it's like unused. Yeah. I mean, especially with the shipping time on some furniture. Oh lately. my God. Can you imagine? Like, go find some friends. Yes. Find whatever. Hand-me-downs of furniture. Um, And then a glider. I think it's always great to have some kind of sitting spot in the nursery for reading a book at bedtime. But, you know, breastfeeding in the middle of the night, bottles, kind of creating that routine for babies. So they know it's like bath time. Then they sit in the chair, you you know, read a book, have a bottle, um, and then go to bed. But make sure that chair is comfortable because you will spend so much time in there. Like, I know we do a lot of things for aesthetics, but that is one thing I think you need to have comfort. I had a glider that reclined. Yes, same. And it was amazing because I could just crank it back and then baby'd fall asleep on me. Although I'm pretty sure I fell asleep a couple times and baby'd be like in my armpit, like awkwardly crammed down, but it did help. And especially in the middle of the night. Like falling asleep in the chair with the baby. Yeah. And okay, so I know your kids are a little older, but so our glider that we got last year. We, it has little buttons, so you plug it into oh, the wall. Oh, no. And it comes with a phone charger in oh, the side, too. stop it. So you can just park yourself there Does it night. feed the baby, too? I mean, and it like might as have well. Have a back massager in the back. There is a little back things. pillow. Yeah, I would keep that. That's something I would not pass on. Um, but did you pick, like, a neutral color or something yeah, you can use with second white. baby? It's That's white. perfect. And, like, we, it, the stains come out easy. You know, yeah. It's baby furniture. They're prepared for that. And okay. it'll match, like, no matter how many kids we have. Yep, I love that. And even changing tables have come a long way. It used to be that you'd have a dresser and a changing table separately. But now these dressers, you can put a changing pad on top, which is great because you have more space. So you can kind of have like a changing station and keep diapers and a basket and wipes so it's all convenient. Maybe have your sound machine on one side, a wipe warmer. Yeah. Why, why don't us as adults have like wipe warmers? Um, my husband uses Grayson's now. Oh. <laughs> We won't tell him that you're telling everybody that. I think he's actually like pretty proud of the fact that like he reclaimed it. He's like, this is genius. Like she doesn't need it anymore. So I'm going to take advantage of it. We 
somebody gifted it to us. We need to use it's this amazing. gift. amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, I so if you don't it. have a wipe warmer, I highly recommend you add it to your baby registry like right now. Although if you get baby used to having warm wipes and then you're out and about and you get a cold wipe out – that I had the same like theory with bottles. I'd always give my baby like room temperature bottles because I was like, I'll be damned if I'm out in Target and I have to go find a microwave to heat up my bottle. So I was like the bad mom that didn't do warm bottles. Oh my gosh. But okay. it totally worked in my favor on all the other days because I never – because I was like, oh yeah, room temperature water. It's perfect. All right. So here's another difference between the ages of our kids. Yeah. They have portable bottle warmers now. Okay. So you just screw the <laughs> well, bottle in and fair. you press the button and you pick whether you want the breast milk temperature or the formula temperature. That's amazing. And it, it's on the go. You just keep it charged at home and just throw it in the diaper bag. And oh, my so God. I was the bougie mom. I made sure her bottles were warm all the and time. And I guarantee you it was a mom that invented that product. Because probably. she was like me, probably trying to figure out how you take baby out and warm up the bottle at the same time. And she's yeah. like, well, if I just have a portable one, it's brilliant. It was like I love it. The best money we ever spent. That's it perfect. Was perfect. And it helps Kevin a lot too because the temperature is already preset. So he oh, I thought you were going to gonna like, say because when he has to use the bathroom. Oh, it's yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, are we talking about bottle warmers or wipe warmers? <laughs> Which one? Oh, it helps gosh. Kevin. No, no it helps you. the dads because it's literally just one button. They don't. You yeah. don't have to do the wrist thing anymore yes. and like test it out. So it's like convenient for everybody. That's amazing. I love it. Um, okay, so what else for your nursery? I so. Even if you have carpet in the room, I believe in some kind of a rug for multiple reasons. Oh, I like okay. – because how many times do you change baby's clothes on the floor? A lot. A lot, right? But I feel like a rug kind of grounds the space because you have so many big pieces of furniture in the nursery and they're always around the perimeter of the walls. And so even having a small accent rug, um, I always had like kind of a soft shaggy one so that I could lay baby on it to change them. And kept it just barely under the crib. And I liked how it like created – it like grounded that space. Does that make sense? Yeah. A little bit instead of having like everything kind of spaced out. So like how – like what size rug? Like that's my struggle is like – Which one? I would like, – how big do you make it like relative to the crib or the room? Do you want it covering the whole room? Or? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could. If you have wood floors, for sure, I'd do a larger like 8 okay. by 10 or if you have a really big room, an 11 by 14. Um, but I think if you're just – if it's a normal size bedroom and most bedrooms have carpet in it, I would go for either a 3 by 5 or 4 by 6 because – after you use it just right at like angled by the crib, you could even put it in the corner later on like a reading nook and do like throw pillows or I don't know. I love like parts of the nursery that you can use later on. Okay. Um, I like that. I'm all for if you're going to spend the money on it, like make sure you get more than 24 months use out of it. Yes. Right? Yes. So, but any size, make any size work. Um, the bigger ones, you can't move around as much, but it's also a great way to add color or pattern to the room. So maybe if you're renting a home and you can't paint the walls, but you want to bring color in, you use it for the floor. Or if you want a neutral crib sheet on the, you know, crib, but you have a white glider like you had and you just want a pop of color, it's, I don't know, I feel like rugs are a great way to kind of make an app a statement without it being so permanent right Perfect. yeah yep. no i agree and you can take cute baby photos on them too and you can take cute yes uh, yes make sure in your nursery you have a spot to do monthly photos 
so that you can do the one month, the two month, the three month. Yes. I love them in the chair or on the floor, the whole thing. Um, but you know, I it, really thinking about like what makes a great nursery. I kind of going back to that point about a statement wall. And my go-to was the name, of course. I love all these arches people are painting. There's sticker decals you can buy now that aren't temporary. So if you want to do like a large floral pattern on the wall, they're like vinyl stickers and they're peel and stick. It's amazing. Um, Etsy's my go-to. I mean, there's so much cool stuff there. I love the digital prints you can print online. Um, And then just frame them. So you just go to your local like craft store and buy just an expensive frame and print, you know, maybe it's a theme. Like if you're doing a woodland nursery, you could do mountains and little foxes or animals. Um, what did you put over your crib? Uh, we had we have her name like on the wall, and then that was our accent wall. We yeah. did like the one wall green, um, and then her other pop of color was her curtains because yes. that was something that. Like I had just read about constantly was you need good blackout curtains. Blackout. That's the that is what I was waiting for you to say yeah. is blackout curtains. And they need to go like all the way around because yes. we even found some gaps now, like nine months later, where I'm like, you're okay. like every ounce of light that comes through is thirty minutes less of it, sleep it really that we're is. gonna get. It <laughs> I really have is. to make sure it's duct taped the whole way around. Yeah, yeah. it's and, true. And and putting in a white noisemaker I think helps, or having a fan. Something that's like kind of that ambient noise that helps baby one get used to not having to sleep in pure silence because the reality is, is that when is your house ever like truly completely silent and you don't want to be tiptoeing like baby should learn how to sleep with noise and things going on because life happens. Well, yeah. And like in the five minutes that my house is quiet, that's when somebody rings the doorbell and the dogs go crazy. time. Yes. So I need her to sleep through that. That's right. So, and then baby monitors. Oh my God. Have you seen these new monitors where they hang? You probably have it. I would, I'm going to tell you in this, this isn't fair because this is really aging me. But with my first, we didn't even have video monitors. It was a sound, like one of the boxes where the red line would like go, and that's how the noise factor was up. And then it was, I think my second one, I could actually connect it to a phone. No, I think it was a video on the monitor. And then it wasn't until Lila, my youngest, that I could actually watch on the phone. And I thought it was like the smartest thing in the whole world. Oh my gosh. And now it's like 3D projections, like in like real time that like show you everything. And Well, and I'm not going to lie. We have the one that like, you can tell she's asleep or awake. It tracks her heart rate, her breathing, because I'm psycho first time mom. And I was like, I need all the peace of mind I can get. We are literally, with every new product, taking the parenting out of parenting. I but know. I had to actually go check on the baby to make sure that they were breathing. And I know. The now we're like, things. why isn't the internet loading this fast enough? Yes. Like, what's going on oh in there? Oh, my God. Real We could probably problems. just run over there faster. Yes. But that's so cool. I mean, there really is some really cool cameras that will watch them now. And yeah. it's because as new moms and even as second and third time and fourth time moms, you still obsess. Like every – I saw a TikTok recently where it was like – a mom and a dad in the TikTok and like it make the baby makes a sound and everyone's like, what? You know, and then and because everything stops around it. And so if you have a little baby that is like a squeaker, you know how some babies sleep and they're like, you do not sleep as a mom because you're constantly checking on baby. And that's when those babies should move to their cribs earlier. And that's yeah, that's why we move Grayson so early. And so 
we had to make sure that her nursery was ready to go. To go. Yep. I know. Okay. Let me think. What else? What What, what about other? storage? Because so for Grayson, we got a ton of hats and bows and socks and shoes. She, she doesn't even wear shoes yet. And she has just as many shoes as I do. Yes. And so, always like the extra room has the smallest closet. Yeah. So what do you and your do kids have the most when, I mean, you're trying to save space so that the baby has room to play. And I mean, yeah. bedrooms are all different sizes. Like what can we do? So I always used like a dresser. So we talked about having a, not having a changing table, but actually using a dresser, which usually gives you about six more drawers, um, which is great for like folding onesies and putting in their little socks and their leggings and their easy stuff. But even just using, there's so many cool organizational systems now for your closet. And if you just walk into a normal closet, there's two racks, right? And the baby's clothes hang like this far. Yeah. And especially if you only have one rack, you can go buy those like rod extensions that will drop down, give you a secondary. And, you know, I loved, um, oh my gosh, they were closet dividers. So you know how when you're pregnant and you don't want to buy too much newborn because you know they're going to grow into the next size in three months. And I mean, that first year you're cycling out clothes like all the time. And it was so nice to have a closet divider because then I could see which outfits because the worst thing that could happen is that because your baby will grow literally like by 10 pounds overnight. And then you go and you've been saving your most favorite outfit and it has the tags on it and it doesn't fit. So I think a closet divider is a great way to kind of keep you organized as baby grows out of it. You can pull items out. When you're storing them for second baby, make sure you label. Don't be – I highly recommend you don't keep a basket in the corner where you're just throwing stuff in because then when second baby comes – that's you. You're pointing to yourself. I have that right now. Like it's a tub. Like I intend on labeling it, but it's a pile right now. I kept like one basket that I'd make – kind of like a laundry hamper, you know, and I would put all the clothes in it. And then when he or she grew out of that size, I'd make sure I closed it. I'd take it up to the attic and I labeled it. And that way I knew, you know, with my next daughter, I could pull down the buckets by size and that was super helpful. But make sure you're washing clothes. I don't know how many times I pulled out clothes that had like yellow breasts and they were washed. I'm saying washed, but I wash these things. Stain like, free. Yes. Make sure if it has any stain, like for some reason, the attic makes them come out even more. Um, it was crazy. Um, but okay, so we talked about blackout curtains. We talked about um, the crib, the paint colors, the focal point on the wall. And then, I mean, I wrote down here buying pieces that your baby will outgrow quickly. It really comes back to that. Like even with the swings and the gliders and the all the baby toys, like try to be intentional with your purchases and talk to moms that have had babies recently because they're the best source for information. Like yeah, this is what I use. Go check out theirs. Yeah. See what they're getting ready to transition to. What did they use? You know, what could be used differently? What was their favorite mattress? I So – admitting that once my baby was out of her swaddle, all my babies, I was the mom that put like a small pillow in their crib. I did. How are they supposed to sleep? Like when it's like hard and the whole thing. And I'm going to remind people out there that our moms put us on our stomach to sleep and we did just fine. And now it's the opposite. But I waited until they were probably six months old and old enough to, you know, make sure they weren't doing anything crazy. But I had all the pacifiers and a pillow and crib bumpers and all the things. 
But and I it was fine. I think that goes back to like basic like momming and parenting. Yes. Like do what works for you. And check on your baby. And don't maybe rely on some of these like really cool products and make sure that. No, that's what we have instincts for. That's right. Yeah. There's so much cool stuff out there. I mean, it's it's crazy when you think about what was available even 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago and what is available now. But the nurseries have come so far. I mean, gone are the days of like the wallpaper oh with gosh. the border. I mean, wallpaper is cool. I shouldn't dog wallpaper because there's actually some really cool wallpapers yes. out there. But the borders and the like giraffes All and the flowers. yes and the cheesiness. Like now the nursery can be as gorgeous as any room in your house. And I am here for that. Like show it off, post the pictures, be proud of it. This is a huge moment. And Really, when we say it, like the nursery should be your favorite room in the house. Absolutely. I love it. So some of the very first nurseries you did besides your own were for celebrities too. So what were some of your favorite details that they requested or had done in there? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my I will start it out with my very favorite celebrity nursery I did was the one where, and it was Samantha Harris. And she was the host of Dancing with the Stars. And she did this gorgeous pink and brown nursery. And we painted this huge tree. Actually, we did both her girls' nurseries. My favorite one was this big tree we painted um, behind the crib and put the little girl's name in it. And it was just sweet and classic and timeless. But the best thing she did was trust us to do whatever we wanted. And I love that. Because even like working in the store and back in the day when I would just really help moms design nurseries, I was always like, let me just, you tell me what you want with your colors. And then I wanted to be like the mom in the reality show where I'm like, okay, now you can know nothing. And I'm going to come in and you're going to walk in and like surprise. And it's the whole thing. You're going to love everything. Yes. You're going to love all of it, which really that's usually like how it works out perfectly because the more opinions, then it starts to get, you know, crazy. But she was my favorite. She was amazing. Um, one of the craziest nurseries we did was for Ashley Simpson. Um, and it was back when she was married to Pete Wentz. And oh, yeah. so they it, their house was incredible. And remember, she's kind of like rocker style, which I thought, oh, my God, like we're going to do like this guitar theme nursery. Like it's going to be so amazing. And so we had our first consult and her mom was part of it, of course, because she's like, I think the like matriarch of that whole family. Um, but when she was like, OK, well, I have this vision. And I'm like, what? Like I'm right. Still thinking yeah. like guitars and like crazy. And she's like, I want Winnie the Pooh. And like the whole reason I started my company was because I didn't like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, I love it. And so we had to pull together this whole room. I'll have to find pictures that we can like feed in for our YouTube channel so y'all can see. But it literally had a life-size Lego bee, like a bumblebee, because Winnie oh the Pooh gosh. and like honey. And they had an artist from Disney come in and paint a mural on the back wall where the crib went. And she she did pick modern furniture. So that was super cool. Uh, we did the bathroom. I mean, it was the it was the coolest Winnie the Pooh nursery I've ever seen. I will say that. But it was crazy. Right. It was if really you're gonna crazy. have to do Winnie the Pooh, we will do it with do baby it. style. Yes. Um, who else? Oh my God, Tori Spelling. We did her nursery forever oh, ago. Fun. And it was for her fur. And we did two of hers too, but um, she was one of my favorite. And it was actually her nursery was very similar to my son's. 
um, the first time. And she just did like stripes and it was blue and green and it was just classic and it was lovely and she was wonderful. Um, Brooke Burke, we did her nursery. She was had her babies like 10 months apart or it was less than a year. So they were like, what's that called? Irish twins. twins. Irish twins. Yes. Yes. And so she had two cribs in the room and we, one was boy and one was girl and we made them kind of like parallel from each other. Super cool. Okay. That's Um, fun. And a little funny story about that is when I went to do her nursery, she was like eight months pregnant and I also was eight months pregnant. And we were installed, they were building a home. It was in Malibu and the house wasn't complete yet. So the staircase wasn't done and we had to climb up through a ladder. And remember my belly's as big as hers, although I look like a house, like, and she looks like she just ate like a couple of bean and cheese tacos. Yes. And I had to climb up that ladder in the room to do the entire nursery. And so I'm sure you can. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that (laughs) sounds exhausting. I know. And I kept remembering like, oh my God, please don't go into labor. Please don't go into labor. But we finished the room and it was perfect. And those, the pictures were posted in the magazine. They were gorgeous. Nobody would have ever known that the whole house was not done. Wow. It was crazy. And so that was a twin room. So for twin rooms, are are we getting double of everything here? I mean, not two gliders, but two cribs, one changing table, but probably two dressers. Yeah. And you know that the birth rate of twins is like hugely rising, but it's also, I think just IVF in general, you know, with advanced maternal age and women just waiting in general to have kids is probably a lot to do with it. But yeah, there's, I mean, that's a great point. No, there's not two of everything. I have two cribs. Yes. I mean, I guess when they're little bitty, but you're going to want them to be two cribs. And and I think sharing a room is wonderful. You know, yeah. they're in the womb together, right? Like yeah, it's been natural way closer. for them to go into the room together <laughs> the whole thing. Um, but – and don't be afraid of having – you don't need to have a living room size room to put twins in. I think there's a lot of cribs out there where they're adorable just side by side. I've seen like the cutest reels on, TikTok, on Instagram – that, you know, of twins like throwing passies at each other yes. and like having conversations at night. Um, you know, I think one glider, one dresser, storage for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if you have boy-girl twins because there's no sharing of clothes at that point. You've got twice the twice the fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but yeah, I'd say just um, I think two cribs is important, but there's no reason to have two of everything else. That was so fun. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And I hope you found a little nugget of something helpful in there. If you're curious about our brand and what we've been up to, you can check us out at cadenlane.com or join us on social where we've got several exciting projects that we can't wait to get you involved in. See you soon.